We're here, we're live, we're coming to ya from the chicken fried. Woo, yeah. All the chicken fried. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, man, not a lot in terms of the content we usually cover, but let me just say that Dortmund is the greatest team ever to play in America. Oh, 100%, yeah. I guess I mean we could put Chelsea in that category as well, um, but undefeated in the United States Tour uh, with wins in San Diego and wins in Vegas and a late draw in Chicago. Dortmund is... Coming into the season looking pretty good. Looking hot, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's a it's a nice surprise for sure. It is, and the um, additions that we've added look great. Yeah, man. I here's the deal. I know Sabitzer has played for like every club, every big club in Germany, but that dude looks like an engine room for us for the next. A uh, little while and kind of coming in to his late prime um, at 29. He's got a four year deal with us. I've really enjoyed what I saw out of him during the preseason. Oh, I agree 100%. He has looked great, and we need somebody to fill that void that Jude left. Like, 100% fill that void. And he looks like yeah, he might and he's be that guy. been he's been a really nice kind of eight for us, just really nice eight. Um, where he just goes box to box, he plays hard. Um, just kind of that engine room that we um we need in our midfield as. We have the attacking prowess to go forward, um, and Sean is a solid, steady defensive mid um, there. But man, it is nice to see somebody doing some work on the offensive end, doing some work on the defensive end, and really just getting it done in the midfield against good competition. I mean. San Diego was not good. No, not at all. It's a Far USL team, um, and it was a weird situation. I feel like they didn't have yeah a lot of fans agreed. there. There's 12,000 fans. We're playing against a USL side that we're obviously going to beat up on. It's just like, why play that match? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I just, I, I just I here's the thing, USL in America while it's kind of a lower tier of football I didn't understand that and I uh, here's the thing, I think they got their hands tied a little bit by League's Cup that was going on for MLS and Liga MX cuz I yeah, feel you're like right. they would have played one of those two leagues they would have just kind of set up a friendly 
there, whether whether it be like, you know, San Jose or if they wanted to play the Galaxy or LAFC or like someone, you know, where they would have been in California, they could have played, um, had a good, like a decent opponent, a better opponent than San Diego. And, um, but like League's Cup kind of handcuffed them there. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I, <clears throat> did we actually, I like, mean, now that I'm personally, like, League's Cup has been really cool. Like, Messi's been balling. He got, like, four goals. Um, for maybe five. I don't even know. But, like... I have no idea because we can't watch the games. Yeah. What are they actually on? It's on Apple TV, TV but you have to have the subscription. <sighs> yeah, I know. Ugh. I know. I've tried to watch it. I've watched a little bit of the other matches, like... I think I watched what Houston, um, a little bit of Dallas last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's games, yeah. but I'm like, man, just there's so many paywalls we have to pay for to be an American soccer fan, you know, and it just sucks. It does, but yeah. yeah, I wish, I wish like League's Cup wouldn't have kind of handcuffed Dortmund into playing a USL team. Yeah, that's really just like playing another. I'm, you know, area team that we play over in Germany to kind of queue up um, for it. Yeah, it's true. But they do play Ajax this week. Yep. Um, on ESPN Plus Sunday at 10 a.m. Central. Um, so I love that matchup, and I believe that matchup is at home. Yes, it's at home. It is. Uh, yeah. So we do know yet. Last. Last go before the Pokal starts, and then last go before the season starts. So we start the Pokal on the 12th, and then we start the season on the 19th, well after the Prem starts, you know? Yes. Well after. Yes, exactly. Like the Prem starts the 11th so a week after i guess not too long but yeah so i mean ix at home ix is good ix has some good new signings that'll be a nice tune-up game before we play to be honest i have no idea who this is I have oh yeah no idea. it's Shot. some random club from germany it's probably like a fourth tier team. Don't even know. I can take a look for us. Yeah, sure. Take a look. We're playing, it looks like, at Mua Arena in Mainz. I'm not sure if that's Mainz's home field or not, but that looks like where we're playing at for this game against Shot. I guess is what they're called. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, let's, I don't know. Let's see. I don't know much about this <laughs> shot team. Like uh, they sound kind of like a fake, a fake team there. I know they got beat by um, who was it last year? Hanover uh, is what I was reading. 
It's shot mines. So they're from mines. Um, so mine, it's actually at mines home field. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's at mines home field. I uh, just kind of looked up where mines plays. TSV they play at the Mua Arena. Shot as mines. Well. Let's see. Where are they located? Mines. They are in the. I don't know. It doesn't say. Like the seventeenth division. No, they have to be in like. There's some. Okay, it says a German association football club from the city of Mines. Tier four two. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they are like way Uh, down there. Don't even know where they're at on the table. Um, That's weird. But uh, yeah, it should be an easy game, honestly. And it's it's one of those to start the poker where you just pick up. It's the fourth tier. And yeah, yeah, they're in the fourth team tier. that's kind of a like, hey, well, <laughs> you're here. Might as well play a good team. Yep, you know? exactly. In the, in the second, uh, in the second round of the poker or the first round of the poker, um, I don't know if it's first or second. It's our first round, but it's not anything crazy. So. We'll see what goes down uh, with with that game. Should be an easy dub. We should be able to... Should walk all over them. We really should be able to put of, off the second team uh, for that. I mean... Yeah, we should be able to really just do the business and get done. U19s could probably uh, be thrown out for that game. Like, Yeah, we should, we should see some of those guys that got to play in preseason. Like, uh, we have a guy named Bueno... Um, yep, Bueno, Bomba, which, man, these guys are looking good. Bro, too. Bomba's actually kind of cold with him. He is. I could see him. I could see him with the Durnville injury getting minutes because I think Durnville's out for a couple weeks with a knock. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So I could, I could see Bomba picking up some minutes. Dude was, he's a menace. Electric on that one, yeah. Absolutely, he's just flying. very go go get him, and I'm like, all right, go ahead, go get him. <clears throat> yeah, he looked good. So I, uh, I kind of, kind of like preseason a little bit, a little bit, just because you get some different guys getting looks, and that's kind of fun, you know, especially with how we see the same lineup a lot with Dortmund. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to just see some guys get some some looks and be able to, you know, make a name for themselves because you and I both know, like, Dortmund's not afraid to play some babies. No, not at all, yeah. <laughs> Always like, ready to play the youngsters. Not afraid Not afraid to play some some young lads and get them game time and – even if it's the last game of the season and they're playing for the first time all season kind of thing. So I'm excited for the season, um, but 
just kind of see. I'm guessing against this this game against Ix. I'm guessing we're gonna kind of see the same strategy of like we're subbing down eight dudes at halftime, nine dudes at halftime, and uh, letting some guys kind of. I would hang. imagine so. Yeah. You know. Getting everybody on and getting some playing time and seeing if we can get uh, get some guys from the second team to, um, I don't know, maybe they can work their way into the first team or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just seeing some guys kind of maneuvering around and seeing what happens there. Um, I'm, you know, I, I'm i excited for this team, uh, especially just after kind of watching preseason go and us play pretty well against United, us play pretty well against Chelsea. Um, obviously, giving up the late goal wasn't great, but honestly, it's a pretty good header there. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty good header from to that put it in that for sure. Put it in that far, like post where Meyer really didn't have a chance. Um, sucks to give that header up, but you know, it is what it is. So we'll be we'll be all right from that. And then I mean, yeah, San Diego was a lower tier side that. We every day of the week should have beaten six zero, kind of thing. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if the San Diego Loyal is any good in USL, so it's just walking all day all over those guys. I, you know, I wish yeah. they'd have more games over here. Um, I just. We saw a ton of preseason games from like a ton of ton of clubs, and I was thrilled with the amount of preseason games from all over the place. I mean, I I agree. I just wish we had like, more I, variety, like in our part of the country. Because uh, I mean, like Kansas right, City, I, and I wish they would have come. Right? Right, and I wish that yeah, I wish they would have kind of come a little lower, especially like the Premier League Summer Series. Like that didn't even make it past. Bro, that was all on the. I east think the coast. furthest East it City didn't make it out of the East. The furthest East zone. City was like yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, it was like Atlanta, which Atlanta had had a massive crowd for Newcastle Brighton. Miguel Almiron gets his goal on his return to Atlanta, and like. 72,000 people were going ballistic mm-hmm. for that. But I'm like, if this summer series is going to be like a thing, and I understand you don't want to like run these guys through a bunch of time zones. Like, but I feel like we could have at least, you know, spread some things out, have them come over a couple weeks earlier. Um, I watched. I kind of am kind of keeping up a little bit with Crystal Palace this this year. Um, and they went to Chicago, and it looked like they had a blast. And I was like, man, that was awesome. But it was 
part of like international something's cup and there's so many like international friendlies and preseason friendlies during this kind of crazy time um but i'm like man like we gotta start utilizing some of these other things like dallas got like a huge game yeah dallas got but el clasico yeah, massive game, you know. But it would have been nice to see Kansas City, especially as kind of a host city of the yeah, World Cup. that's what I'm saying. Like, why didn't we get anything? I I just don't understand, yeah, why, we, why a lot of those host cities didn't grab games, you know, because most of these host cities, especially for 26, like – a lot of them will be at large football it's, it's stadiums. True. I mean, so large American football stadium, which is fine, but like, why didn't Seattle get a game? Why didn't Kansas City get a game? Like, come on, now we're we're trying to get these places like used to hosting. Yeah, exactly. Soccer and it's it should yeah you know it doing, just we should be doing felt more. like it was. It felt like it was really, especially for the the Premier League Summer Series, and I know other Premier League teams came over and played. Manchester United um, came over. Crystal Palace came over. But they didn't actually go to the host cities. They went to, like, the big cities, you know, Vegas and Chicago and whatever. And Chicago ended up hosting multiple games, like during this thing, like during this preseason, which I love Chicago. Matt loves Chicago. We have nothing bad to say against no, Chicago. It's just like they got two different games. I mean, I would have been like cool if if Palace came to Kansas City. You know, like Palace went to I think they went to Detroit and they played on a baseball field, which was super random and then they went to Chicago and that was kind of random too you know very very random Um, so yeah they went to Detroit and literally played at the Tigers stadium wait who'd they play in Detroit uh they played Sevilla oh wow and also which like Super cool. Sevilla is a part of this um, La Liga summer tour that they're doing, like, which is in Monterey, right. Guadalajara, and then San Francisco on Saturday. That's crazy. Right. They played Betis last yeah, that night. A, I didn't um, realize that that was on. I turned it on and I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I kind of heard him mention it. I mean, I don't follow La Liga a ton, you know, but I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, like, cool, really awesome, great. I'm glad they're doing that. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just such a weird, weird deal. Yeah. Like, where they had these games, you know. Yeah, I agree. And you're, like, yeah, Crystal Palace could have come to Kansas City, like, I saw Swansea City in Denver, at, you know, at Dick's, 
and I don't know how long ago that, yeah. that was, but like, yeah, get these smaller teams coming to these smaller um, venues. Like the Swansea City game, no one was there. I remember that. There were probably a thousand, maybe five thousand yeah, I mean, fans in that stadium. But it gets them a game against competition, right? And like, I I just saw. I mean, I see, I've seen some pictures from the Detroit Crystal Palace thing where they played at Comerica. Still weird. They played on a baseball field. But Comerica is also, like, the most spacious football, like, baseball stadium in America. It's just huge. Um, and they, they fit a full, full, full deal there. And, like, the lower bowl was filled. The upper bowl was not filled. Yeah, that's definitely something. And I'm like, so you might have had, like, you might have had, like, 15,000 people there. And, like, Crystal Palace literally has, like, an American on there. You know, like, even if you come play in Kansas City, like, at Children's Mercy, you're probably going to get the same crowd that you had in Detroit at a Major League Baseball stadium. And you're going to be playing on a like world-class pitch that's taken care of and like looks great and isn't a baseball yeah, field actual stadium every other day um, of the year exactly i and so yeah i mean just just spread these games out i mean i understand like league's cup probably like mess stuff mess stuff up kind of right there in the middle of all these preseason games but, like, every team wasn't playing at home. No. And, like, every day, any, you know? Any major league soccer teams play against any, like, competition other than Mexican teams during this period? I, I don't I, think so because yeah, the League's Cup so either. was kind of a – it was kind of a packed schedule. I think they were playing, like, every four days or something like that. So it was a weird – yeah, just a you very know. strange. It was just a weird like time for all these teams to come over and do this with the league's cup. But again, like Kansas City was on the road for at least one of these games. Like all these MLS teams were on the road for at minimum one of these games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm just uh I'm just like, well, you know, I'm I would like to see other teams kind of come lower into uh the states and maybe even into places that soccer isn't really like huge, you know, but it's trying to grow maybe, in terms yeah. of of like popularity. And I mean, here's the thing. I think the South probably got hampered by a lot of the football fields that could hold these things are turf. Yeah, you're right. And they're they're going to you know? be pushing And so like and like fields and these guys don't anymore. want want yeah. turf. Exactly. Yeah. I mean they're they're going to be pushing so, hard for that. Because uh, Messi's not going to yeah. I mean, even with Messi here, fields at all. Period. 
Yeah, Charlotte, New England. Like he he's not playing. Be playing. This is what it is. Um, but perfect. I mean, I I think that's a great conversation. To be honest yeah. with you, like we we got to start getting uh, people those, more down into prices of those games have to come down. Or they have to put them in smaller venues. Yeah, like, we were having that conversation like, the other day. I mean, like in San Diego, Dortmund drew twelve thousand fans. Th- I think I think Snapdragon's thirty thousand or thirty five. Like it's a it's a it's a large venue and it's a really nice venue that they built for the wave, uh, the women's team, but also it's. A like they could have filled thirty thousand seats. Imagine this: you take off fifteen twenty bucks per ticket. So say the cheapest ticket currently is fifty bucks, just for a round number. Well, you take off fifteen twenty bucks off that. You got a thirty dollar ticket that. Even if it's in a bad area of the stadium, like people are more willing, especially when these games are only in certain venues in certain places, they're more willing to travel a little bit and pay thirty bucks a piece. That's what I'm. You know, saying. than paying fifty dollars to go to the game and sit in the four hundred. So, so you know, field against Chelsea drew forty eight thousand. Um. The game against... And Soldier Field holds like 65, I believe. Yes. And the game at Allegiant against United drew 50. And that stadium's about 65,000. So... Soldier Field is 61. Come on. So it was almost full. but, But the thing is, like, Travis, our really good friend... We were going to go up there for it, and then, like, just life happened and whatever. But he bought literally, like, the two cheapest tickets, and they were 60 bucks a piece. And we were literally going to be, like, 12 rows from the very top of, of Soldier Field. Oh, yeah. 60 bucks a oh, piece. Yeah. I was looking at Allegiant. Like, my, you know, my friend Haley and I were going to go again. Uh, that, yeah. Uh-huh. They were... They were 75 in Vegas. And it makes no sense. I'm like, if you drop those tickets to 40 bucks, you're going to draw probably 5,000 more people. At least And 5,000 5, more people, 5,000 more people times $40 is $200,000. Yeah. I We've got to start making some changes. Like, this- I feel like even if it was 50-50 split, like in Chicago, if it's 50-50 split and Chelsea's getting 50, 50% of the gate or 50% of whatever and Dortmund's getting 50% of whatever, like $100,000, yes, that doesn't go a long way, but like... That's like a decent amount of money that they're making more than they're making just like by having open seats at a venue. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and that's like conservative because like I feel like if the tickets in Chicago to see Dortmund and Chelsea were, first of all, I feel like if it was on a better night, this game was on a like a random Wednesday. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? This is two of the biggest clubs in the world. Put them on a Friday night. Because people from out of town, like me and Travis and you, like, Wednesday is the middle of the exactly. work week. yeah. But, like, if you put it on a Friday or even a Thursday, you throw it on a Thursday, you go for a longer weekend, whatever... Like, you just, it feels like you can't stretch Wednesday out to Saturday or Sunday. It's like a four-day trip, you know, like right in the middle of the week. I mean, because for, for me and you, like, if we would have gone, yes, we could have flown up on Wednesday. Absolutely. But we wouldn't have been able to get back until Tuesday or till Thursday. Oh, yeah. It's not like an up no, and back trip. It's like you got to find a hotel. You got to find another flight. Like that leaves the next day. And, you know, so I understand they want these guys like playing kind of what they play in Europe. But I'm like, put it on Thursday. Put it on, hell, put it on Monday even. Like, make it more accessible for fans. And I hope that with the Premier League deciding they want to come here every summer now, I hope that they can learn, like, hey, the Saturday games pulled a lot more than the random Tuesday games. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, and I feel like there was good attendance, especially at the Premier League summer series. Like, I watched Fulham play Chelsea in D.C., and there was a lot of people there. But I was like, it's on a Saturday. It's at 2, two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, this is a normal sporting event day in America. Yeah, I mean, what I really want to know, uh, I'm looking up the attendance for AC Milan Barcelona right now uh, that was in Vegas like I think it was two or three days after um, <clears throat> the United Dortmund game wow jeez I'm kind of surprised 12,000 less fans not even 39,000 people showed up yeah, and that's a cr- that's a crime, that is dude. Barcelona. We got Amer- We got a wow. We got and Captain America. Pulisic playing. Yeah. Whew. Like I do not understand. Like that's a lot. I would totally get like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of trajectory of their games, especially if they're trying to space them out or whatever. But like, I do not understand this whole. Like, let's put them at random days in the middle of the evening. Yeah, that was a Tuesday. Whatever. It was a Tuesday. Like, that's so random for America. Like, I understand in Europe you play, like, all the time and it's all good and, like, no sweat. But, like, the stadiums are a lot more accessible. 
in Europe. Dortmund's, Dortmund's like, game against United was on a Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it, it had 12,000 yep. more people. You know, and we got to fit all these games in, but I'm going, yeah, we have to fit these games in, but also we have plenty of other venues. Oh, yeah. Plenty. The, the, I mean, this country probably has the most stadiums. We have college. F- out of any country in the entire absolutely. world. Absolutely. We, we, we absolutely have the most country. We, we absolutely have the most stadiums out of yeah, any like Absolutely. The amount of sports 100%. that go into this economy is just outrageously insanity. Bro, college exactly. football. College football. College football literally draws 100,000 people to a stadium. Like, we have the yeah, stadiums the to do this. There. We it's have the, the, the stadium infrastructure. Maybe we don't have the airport infrastructure where they're close to the airport. No, exactly. And, like, these big cities that they played in exactly. kind of thing. You know, I'm thinking of, like, Ann yeah, Arbor, Michigan. have Ann Arbor's not that close. Ann Arbor. It's not that close to Detroit, which is, like, the... But, like, imagine... A World Cup in Ann Arbor, 106,000 people at a game. Like, that would be insane. How would they host it, and like, though, is the, I, the, I guess the question, right? Right. How would they host it? But you have, like, other, like, decently large cities that have, like, decent-sized airports, whatever. I'm thinking of, like, a Birmingham or a Memphis, or a, you know, some of these towns that are are decently sized. The airport is pretty local. The airport's pretty close to some of these like venues, you know. Yeah. Like Memphis yeah. is Memphis's stadium. You hold you can hold sixty thousand at Memphis's stadium. Yeah, that's true. And the airport is the airport's like two miles away. Yeah. And I'm going, yes, they have turf, and so, like, that hinders things. But I'm going, you could realistically make that happen. Yeah. And, I mean, think about, in our context, Norman. Norman, Oklahoma. Memorial or Baylor Memorial Stadium. It's, bro... It's not. It, it is I mean, it's accessible. maybe a 20 minute, 30 minute, 20, 30 minute, like, exactly. drive. It's extremely accessible from, from Oklahoma City and from the airport. And you could fit, what, is it 90,000 like, people? It's at least 90,000 people. Lloyd Noble, or no, that's the. That's the oh, no, it's 80, so it's 80,100. 80, okay. okay. 86,000. So, okay, 86,000 people. Now, in Oklahoma, you're probably not going to draw that because whatever. But imagine if you had a game. I don't know, bro. I mean. Even like a, even like a, let's, let's say this, like Atletico Madrid versus, I don't know, that's Tottenham. Not, I mean, it's not going to draw a whole lot of people. I, I'm thinking a World it's not going to draw a ton, but yeah, not a not a. Friendly. Oh, a World Cup would would totally, but like Atletico Madrid versus Tottenham, you're going to have people drive up from Dallas. That's a super easy, yeah, that's like a two hour drive, like, yeah, drive, two and a half hours drive at like you can go up and back in one day. Yep. 
You're going to have people drive from Tulsa. You're going to have people drive Wichita. maybe from Kansas City, Wichita. Like, you're going to have some people, like, coming into these spots. And, like, they have the infrastructure to do it and host and have the parking and have the stuff. And because that's really what you run into in these college towns is you don't really where have the, the parking yeah, infrastructure. Exactly. Because, like, in Dallas, in Dallas, take take the Dallas AT&T Stadium. It's like the greatest parking setup ever. There's a parking lots everywhere. It don't even matter. There's parking lots right there. There's parking lots down the road at Rangers. There's parking lots at Old Rangers. Like, so there's Six Flags parking lot. Like, there's so many parking lots that you can really make it happen at where I understand that's probably why they go to those bigger towns is because they have the parking venues. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, but very I'm like, true. if you're, if you're like us soccer and you're like, Hey, we would love to host you guys. Hey, we would love to kind of make this thing happen. How can you, how can you as USA soccer, get more kids playing soccer and more kids seeing their heroes in places that might not have a lot of like soccer you know yeah like take Florida there's a million clubs in Florida a million clubs in Florida so many and like they have multiple MLS teams, Miami, Orlando. Like they get games all the time. They get USA games all the time. But like imagine like so I mean someone with some Latin talent on there like you know in Florida like those games are going to draw. Yeah, they really are. They are. So I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what they they do going forward, especially with more and more teams coming to America that aren't necessarily just Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal. Yeah, the big. The You're going to see yeah. more. You're going to see more teams come here like Crystal Palace like a Bournemouth like a Brighton Villa West Ham like you're gonna see guys teams show up here because let's be real soccer is going kind of crazy in America with the addition of Leo Messi like everyone's trying to be a soccer fan and stuff and like they can make a lot of money over here but like let's fill these games up so these players can really have an experience and these fans can have an experience too of being like at a packed house for a a live football match yeah I agree 100% 100% so let's move on Uh, we've talked about this this was a great discussion I agree no, I agree. I mean, 
we gotta we gotta grow the game somehow and i know that starts with like us supporting our usl sides and and stuff like that in our local clubs but um you know I, we gotta start somewhere yep. especially bringing over over like big teams and heroes and whatever and especially for the premier league man like the premier league's such a big deal over here now like there's fans everywhere like i listen to soccer podcasts all the time like oh i'm calling in die hard like aston villa fan from cheyenne wyoming and i'm going <laughs> cheyenne wyoming do you even know what soccer yes. is like what like what are you talking Represent about like city eight thousand above level <laughs> yeah and so for me i'm like what? But literally, I was listening to a, a kind of a, a, a football call-in show a couple weeks ago, um, and it was like, there there was two callers from Montana. And I was like, Montana has like less people than this, the whole state of Oklahoma. Like, how are there two callers that enjoy... Premier League football, bro. It's taken over in Montana. Like what? Like what football is happening? It's taken over. I've, and so I've actually like, I'm, you know, I'm in this new house. It's a two story. There's basically no two stories in this neighborhood, right? Or they're very little. So <laughs> I'm looking out, and there's literally soccer goals in like every single yard now. It's it's crazy. It, the sport is just taking over the country, and it. Might as well. I mean, it's the greatest sport on planet Earth, so I'm excited. There's, yeah, yeah. I think we're we're set up to to do very well over the next few yeah. years here. Um, but let's go to the other side of the American game, um, the Women's World Cup. Uh, the girls got out. Of the group, just barely, and just it was tough. barely, just barely. But but we're out, and we are in the round of sixteen. We're in the knockouts, and that's to Sweden. All that matters. Yeah. It all the it's all that matters. What it, you know, at this where, point. Where when are we playing? It's like four a.m. on Sunday. Whew. Let's get it. Um. 4 a.m. I believe it's... It is 4 a.m. on Sunday. I'm looking Saturday. at it right now. Sunday. Okay, on the great. Sixth. I will be up. 4 a.m. These 2 a.m. games are way hard oh. to make, but I can make a 4 2 a.m. was really bad. I can make it happen. I... So, we get out of the group. Again, Netherlands tie uh, 1-1, and then we got a... Um, tie out of Portugal 0-0 and we beat Vietnam 3-0 it wasn't convincing but we're out and I listened to Sam Mewis um, on a podcast the other day and she was like we should be celebrating getting out of the group getting out of the group is a lot harder to do than it was 
eight years ago, 12 years ago, even four years ago, everybody's better at the game than uh, than we, I mean, not everybody's better than us, but everybody is investing, is doing well, is going for it, is really putting money in to football. And they're, people are coming and playing in America. They're going and playing in Europe. And, you know, it's it's cool. And, like, some countries still need to invest in the women's game. But we're not just going to run through teams like we used to. No. No, because, I mean, like, I think we talked about this last time. We have literal teams sending, like, their players over to our country to play, like, women's college soccer, or they're either, like, they're born here and they're, like, second generation or first generation um, whatever Americans, right? And they're playing for um, other national teams, which is just crazy. Like, the impact that we have is just nuts uh, on the on the sport um and that and yeah that's the reason why why it's gotten so hard for uh everybody to do it because they're everybody's playing with everybody now yeah which is like a huge step forward for the women's game and so i mean we're on to sweden um it's it's only forward at this point uh, we look forward we don't look back um but we also truly have to... Gonna need a win. Gotta play. Gotta get some goals. We gotta have some tactics yeah. here. And I'll be the first one to... Push blame on Blackco. Like, sub some girls off. Like, come on. There's no reason we shouldn't be using all five subs every game. If if we lose this game... There's no reason! It, will it be the like biggest disappointment for the U.S. women's national team ever? Be, because of... No. I think he doesn't get a second term as coach because we have high standards... I don't think necessarily this is the worst. I mean, there's performance there's been ever. Some I mean, points, obviously, right? like there's been a couple of World Cups where we like didn't do well, where we flubbed yeah, it, and like some Olympics that we didn't play super well. But I just, I don't know. I, I really can't remember. If this would be our worst performance, because I mean, if you think about it, also um, with with everything that's happened in the Women's World Cup, like Germany, terrible, absolutely awful. Um, Canada, Canada out. out, Brazil yeah, like out, three Two, top ten three teams. of yeah. the top eight teams, top yeah, eight, eight, yeah, literally Germany was two, uh, Canada was seven, and Brazil was eight. Just, just crazy world three of the top eight teams are out and the thing is like 
that speaks volumes about teams like Morocco and South Korea. South that Africa. That their players are believing. Yes, South Africa getting in shock result. And Nigeria and playing moved on like, too. Yeah. Yeah, so let me run through the um, round of 16 here. Like some stunners in this round of 16 um, that kicks off on Saturday at midnight uh, central. And there's a midnight central at 3 a.m. and a 9 p.m. game, which I'll watch that 9 p.m. game. Switzerland, Spain. Those were two that, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, Switzerland probably pretty decent. Japan, Japan is very very good, probably the best team at this World Cup so far. Versus Norway, Norway's Norway's should, great. Yeah, Norway should be good. Norway yeah. is a great team. Like all four of those teams that I said, I would have probably picked to have coming out of the group. Netherlands, I would have picked them to have coming out of the group. South Africa. I would have not no. picked it. Because. <laughs> Let's go, though. Bafana, Bafana. Yeah. Bayana, Bayana. That means girls, oh. girls. Um, that's oh. what they call well, them. You know. so, uh, so, Sweden, I would have had coming out. USA, obviously, I would have had coming out. England, yes. Nigeria. Probably not. Right? It was kind of like, up in the air. Super kind Falcons up in the air. getting it done, but that's two... African teams, two African teams already. Australia, I would have had them coming out, but the Sam Kerr injury kind of was like, ah, oh gosh, there. But they got out. Denmark, Denmark's all right. They're not bad. They're fine. They they probably not gonna win, but like, they're a decent team. Colombia, Linda Caicedo. Literally overcoming cancer, like two years ago, and then this year has already scored in under eighteen, under twenty one, and the World Cup. Yeah, baller, absolute baller. Jamaica, they had a GoFundMe to get Jamaica, there. Jamaica, yeah, would have never, never thought Jamaica. Jamaica had a GoFundMe account started to get them to the World Cup. Yeah. They shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be there. Like, France. I would have had France coming out. And then Morocco to round off three African nations in the last 16 of the Women's World Cup gets it done and is the last team in. Morocco. And they play Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. Morocco, France. Six a.m. That's not bad. That's that's probably one of the better times. Not bad at all. I'm actually pretty impressed with that time. So, like, it's just crazy that all of these countries are catching up. All these countries are doing well. The growth of the women's game is a good thing for for the game. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm also, I'm looking at these times, like you were saying earlier. Um, 
very, very sporadic and random in my opinion, but um, 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m. for Australia-Denmark, that'll be good on Monday. Um, they they don't have one game that starts at the same time no, for this whole No, not at all, which is so wow. strange. It's so very strange. I mean, with the men's, it's insanely structured, right? And this women's world. The men, Cup, the men, literally in Qatar was, the men's in Qatar was, on the days there was four games. It was a five a.m., a seven a.m., a nine a.m. Exactly. And a this the women's World Cup every single day has. On been the games like, there was three. Time. It was seven, nine, eleven. Yep. On the games there was two. It was like nine and eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very on the games there was one. It was eleven o'clock. Very unstructured compared to the men. Yeah, it's it such a sense. such a weird thing. Whoever was in such charge a weird thing with there scheduling and I dropped the ball. They just literally threw darts at the at the board and they were like, yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. So, you know, I'm. It is what it is, but. Honestly, I don't think the women have had a failure. I just think they're lacking direction. So. Yeah. Agreed. So, we'll be we'll be all right. I think uh tough test against Sweden, but I really think you're going to have to find some quality as Lavelle's out for round of 16 game with the dumb yellow card at Accumulation. Stupid. Two yellow cards over three games. Cool. Yeah. It should be three. Yeah. It should be it three. Should be We've said this least. on this podcast yeah. before. That's dumb. I mean, you should be at least afforded a yellow card a game. Why? What? But yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So... That is what it is there. Um, but, uh, Matt, you got anything else um, other than some some more kits have come out and um, we have a couple more favorites um, out yeah. there? Yeah, have, Def- have definitely dropped. a couple more kits. I'm waiting on mine uh, for my birthday kit still. I'm, I'm, I'm patiently you, waiting. I don't know. I don't. Travis hasn't told me. I should actually probably text him. Oh, for, for the mystery yeah. kit. Yeah, yeah. I keep so forgetting. our our text does a mystery mystery jersey for birthdays, which is awesome. Um, the uh, leads away wow. came out. Looks like got peacock feathers. Awesome. Absolutely insanity on um, that one. Yeah. Really love that one. Um, and then. I think the one I think the one that might be one of my favorites Malaga, bro. Oh, you're talking about the Hummel ones? Those oh, Yeah, the Hummel gosh. ones yeah, with the I purple really and the green that, and then the like vault and the the green. It looks I might, awesome. I, so. I'll probably get one of those. I absolutely love that print. It is classic and it just looks yes. so awesome. It looks so I, awesome. I'll find one. I don't and know then, which one. 
and their their sponsor is like Flavor of Malaga. Yes. So it's literally like sponsored by like the Restaurant Association, which is so fantastic. I love that so much um, that they they got that done. So yeah, I mean, more kits keep dropping. Um, the Prim is back next Friday. Uh, the Bundesliga is back the next week, and uh, we roll on. I mean, they're already having qualifying for Champions League. Uh, Galatasaray uh, scored a banger to kind of move on. Um, Dre's Martins, oh, sheesh, it was sick. Wow. If you haven't seen it, uh, really great. Really, really great. So, um. You know, we'll, uh, well, time marches on. Um, yeah, so Malaga has a white home kit that is boring, and then their third and their, um, their third and their away are just so sick. The green and purple is their away, and the yellow and green is their third. They're brilliant. Oh my god! They're so brilliant. They're just so awesome. So, yeah. Well, I don't have much more to to go over. Um, Matt, you got anything else? Other than it's hot outside, stay cool. Yes. Holy crud! Uh, it has been over 100 degrees in Oklahoma. It was 106 for... today. It was outrageous. Like my car was like. I don't want to do this. It, uh, what is it? 10 days in a row? I have no idea. 10 days in a row? Dumb. Dumb days in a row. I'm over it. Yeah, so... It's, uh... Like, oh, seriously, stay cool, it's just hot, hydrate, so don't die. Think about us when you're... When you're listening up north or you're listening overseas and you're... You're not boiling. Your skin is not getting... You're not sweating within five steps of walking outside. Bro, it's like sweat when you walk out of the shower. Like, <laughs> like literally, yeah, you dude. can't keep the house. It's rough. Cool it's rough enough. out here. To continue on. So. Yeah, it's true. All right. Well, hey. Hey, y'all. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, we are on lots of social medias continue to connect with us and uh, we will talk to y'all soon Uh, share us with a friend this week and uh, we'll see you on our next episode so for Thad and for Matt see ya later